0: Today marks the last Sunday of ordinary time. Next Sunday, we will enter into the holy season of Advent, a time of preparation and joyful expectation. With the excitement of the upcoming holidays, it might be easy to miss that today we celebrate the solemnity of our Lord Jesus Christ, King of the universe. Today's first reading reminds us that the ancient kings were chosen by God, anointed by the people, and were expected to be commanders, great leaders that would shepherd their people through times of war and strife. Ancient kings and queens yielded power. They had wealth and governed their people. Under Saul, David, and Solomon, Israel enjoyed some of its greatest political power and material wealth. That the Messiah would come from the line of David to restore peace meant that the people stood in hopeful expectation of a military hero, a king that would restore the kingdom of Israel to its rightful place. They were God's chosen people and God had made a promise. Jesus however was the antithesis of the expected king. He was not born into wealth, he was not a military hero, and he did not seek to govern. He was not a king among many but the king. Saint Paul reminds us of this when he writes, for in him were created all things in heaven and on earth, the visible and the invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Jesus the King, the one through and for whom all things were created, was not lavished with praise and riches as earthly kings often are. Rather than be served, he served, even up until the moment of death, taking on humanity's pain and suffering. Crucifixions were public spectacles meant to humiliate. Luke tells us that the rulers of the time, the Roman soldiers and one of the two criminals sneered and jeered and reviled Jesus. They challenged Jesus to save himself from the cross. He saved others. Let him save himself if he is the chosen one, the Christ of God. If you are king of the Jews, save yourself. Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. Disparate groups of people, united in the common cause of mockery and humiliation. And yet, in their mockery, they speak the truths of our faith. Jesus is the Christ, the chosen one, the king of all. The cross became his throne and mercy his rule. Mercy, boundless mercy. In the midst of the pain and mockery, There is one person, aside from Mary, his mother, and the followers that were present, that recognizes Jesus for who he is. This individual is not one of Jesus' disciples, nor is he a man of wealth or power. No, he is a criminal. He is crucified with Jesus for crimes that we will never know, but in the end, also do not matter. This repentant criminal, in his moment of death, accepts his guilt and recognizes Jesus for the savior that he is. And Jesus, in turn, offers mercy, forgiveness, love. A few days ago, this country witnessed another election season. Candidates spent millions of dollars to earn the right to govern and direct this nation. We have become an increasingly polarized nation, siding with those that wield the power that fits with our ideals, or maybe with those that give us a sense of power and privilege over others. But is this what Jesus teaches us? Jesus did not come to be served. He washed the feet of his disciples. Jesus did not come to be wealthy. He tells us to stop holding on to our possessions and to follow him. Jesus did not come to rule with a heavy hand. He came in love, to love. The face of Jesus on the cross is mercy. As accessible to you and me as it was to the repentant criminal that day. If only we see it. If only we grasp it. if. Only we respond to it. It is easy to call Jesus king, to proclaim his kingship, to sing hymns of praise to Christ our king. But it might still challenge us to understand that Jesus flipped what it meant to be a king with a kingdom. We are called to build that kingdom of mercy and love, but until we see the crucified and resurrected face of our king in the faces of those on the margins, we will not and cannot understand the kingship of Jesus. Are you willing to see him in the faces of our migrant family on the border, in the faces of the unhoused in our cities, in the faces of those suffering from mental illness and addiction, in the faces of members of our interfaith, LGBTQIA and non-believing communities, in the faces of those we disagree with and those who have hurt us or that we have hurt, will you see him in the stranger, the prisoner, the wanderer? Will you see him in the struggle to protect our earth? Will you see him in the ongoing struggle for racial and economic justice? Will you see him in me? Will you see him in you? May we become more merciful, more loving, and ready builders of the kingdom here and now, so that one day, like the psalmist, we will say, I rejoiced because they said to me, we will go up to the house of the Lord.